I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Raj Punjabi, head of identity content at HuffPost. And I'm Noah Michelson, head of HuffPost Personal. Welcome to Am I Doing It Wrong? The show that explores the all-too-human anxieties we have about trying to get our lives right. All right, Noah, in my quest to ascend to adulthood, I've started caring about laundry. Mm. How good are you at doing your laundry? Okay, so this is sort of two different things for me. I don't think that I'm good at it Mm -hmm. because I don't have any idea what I'm doing. But I love doing the laundry. Yeah, It's one of those chores that... Because most of the time you don't even have to do anything. It's just doing its thing already. Mm -hmm. But I love to like watch... House hunters. I'm always bringing up house hunters, but like sit on my couch and fold clean laundry. And I find that really relaxing. Okay. How good are you at laundry? I'm absolutely terrible at it. You're painting <laughs> a beautiful picture, but I just kind of throw all my shit into the washing machine and say a little prayer for me. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're going to figure out how to do it better. Because we've got Patrick Richardson. He is known as the Laundry Evangelist. If that's not an amazing nickname, I don't know what is. He launched a sold-out laundry camp, and that turned into a best-selling book called Laundry Love, which is now in its fourth printing. And he even has a television show, The Laundry Guy, which was on HGTV. So he knows literally everything about laundry, and he's going to teach it to us. I love that. Get me clean, Patrick. Patrick, thank you so much for being here. We are so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be. I'm so excited to do this because, you know, I love to talk about these sorts of things. So anytime anybody asks, you know, I'm in. (laughs) So do we. And first things first, for those who aren't super familiar with you, can you tell us your origin story? Like, how did you become this laundry king that you are? Okay, I'm totally stealing the name Laundry King because it sounds (laughs) so much cooler. So much better than Tiger Um, King. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, it's funny, I've always loved laundry. I actually loved, one of my earliest memories, I guess is a better way to start, was handing clothespins to my granny when I was like two and a half. And I know that I was two and a half and was already into laundry because when I was three, Santa brought me a toy washing machine. (laughs) So my love of laundry started super early. And then I've also always loved clothes. So the two kind of go hand in hand. And when I went to the University of Kentucky, 
I had this wardrobe with like dry clean only clothes. And, you know, I was a college kid with a college kid's budget. And I don't know if you know this, maybe people don't, you have to pay the dry cleaner, you know, through high school. That was never really, I never really thought about it. Mm -hmm. But when I was on my own, all of a sudden, you know, I was paying the dry cleaner and I was complaining to one of my professors about it. And she said, well, when you're a senior, you're going to learn how to wash all of that stuff. And I said, I may not make it to senior because I can't afford this dry cleaning bill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I got one of the, uh, TAs to sort of show me how to wash and all of my clothes, you know, all the clothes that I brought with me to school. And then it was kind of off to the races. Once I knew I could do it, I mean, then I just started like, I mean, I would buy anything at that point. You know, I'd love to go to like vintage stores and whatever. And, you know, then when you have this freedom that you can wash anything, then I did. And then I sort of followed the path I thought I was going to go, which was fashion. And I worked for some really wonderful stores. And then about 10 years ago, I opened my own store and I just carried laundry product in it. But everybody was way more interested because I would say, oh, you don't have to dry clean it. You can wash it. And I started teaching Laundry Camp and Laundry Camp led to the book. It led to the TV show. And, you know, then it led to my new book, House Love, because, you know, everybody read Laundry Love and built this kit And then they were curious because they were like, well, how do you clean your stove and whatever? And when I was telling them it was the same thing, you know, then that's how I came the second book because you already had the kit. So now just use it everywhere in your house. I love that. that. And Raj and I were talking before we started recording just how we love having people on the show who are passionate about something and turn that passion into a career. So you are the perfect person to talk to about laundry. And we just want to start right at the beginning because (laughs) Raj and I don't know a lot about laundry. Mm -mm. Just to start. Do we really need to sort our clothes? We've always heard that, and we aren't doing it. No, we're so not. Tell us if we're doing it wrong. Um, I think I, I think the listeners could probably hear the cringe. Um, <laughs> you should sort your clothes. Here's I'll tell you the truth. If you don't sort your clothes, they don't last as long. Mm. Um, and that is the I mean that is the truth because. Your blue clothes are heavier than your white clothes. It it significantly shortens their life. And my theory is when you buy something, you buy it because you like it and you want it to last as long as possible. So in terms of just color, you know, the reason everybody thinks they sort their clothes is because, you know, your white T-shirt won't be as white if you wash it with your blue jeans. That's not 100% true anymore because technology has just gotten so much better. But it really is better for your clothes if you sort them. So, you know, I'll just tell you the caveat of not sorting them and I'll let you decide. Is it that we want to sort them by color? Or I was reading that some people sort them by like how soiled they are. And then someone, something else I read. And I, I, Raj and I really want you to debunk this, please. They were like, you should never wash your underwear with your kitchen towels because basically like you're mixing poo particles with your kitchen towels. And in our minds, we're thinking everything's getting clean. At the end, it should all be clean anyways. But is there some truth to that? Okay, I'm so glad you asked this because you are right. They are getting clean. Okay. There's no reason that you can't do that. I think it's kind of a mental thing. Like I think we have this mental break about that. But no, it's you absolutely can wash your underwear and your kitchen towels together. I mean, I when I tell that in laundry camp, you know, it upsets everyone, but I actually yeah. tested it in a lab with diapers. Like oh when you, I mean, we washed cloth diapers and then when it, they were done, 
Um, and we wash them the way I tell you to wash everything, which is warm water, express cycle, so the 30-minute cycle. <clears throat> and then we tested them when they were done, and they were completely sterile. Okay. That's amazing. So they do come clean. The other thing is, like, how soiled they are. That's people not trusting their washing machine mm-hmm. and not trusting their detergent or their soap. A quick wash, like a 30-minute wash cycle in your machine, will get diapers clean. So, you know, there's no need to, like, soccer clothes are dirtier than pajamas. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just no need to sort that way because everything is going to come clean. That's amazing. What about the temperature of the water? Because I imagine if you're saying that everything has to come out clean, that we want hot or warm. We always want warm. Okay. But warm isn't as warm as you think. Um, a lot of people have this idea that they want to use cold because it's more sustainable. Yeah. Right. It really isn't because cold water, like to get your white t-shirt clean in cold to, in cold water takes about two and a half hours. Oh. If you go to warm, you can do it in 30 minutes. And the truth is you're only washing in warm water for about eight minutes. The other truth is warm water is about 80 degrees. So it isn't yeah. as warm as your bath. Sure. Mm-hmm. So the warm water in the washing machine isn't, it's not, it's using about one to two gallons of hot water total. So it's not using that much, but to shorten that cycle, I mean, that's where the real benefit comes from. And then, of course, there is the sustainability piece that your clothes last longer using a short cycle. Um, So it's always warm because you need the water to be at least 65 degrees. And in most of the country, that just doesn't occur with cold water. Okay. This is, I want to go straight into to cycles then because mm-hmm. Raj and I were also saying to each other, I've never, there are so many different cycles on the washing machine. And so it will say things like bulky bedding or heavy duty. I'm always just hitting normal. And you keep saying express cycle. Tell us what we should be using. And if there are different times, we should be using different cycles. I only use the express cycle. It's oh. the only thing I use. Because it's it's long enough to get your clothes clean, but it's short enough not to cause any damage. The great thing for the person who's just washing is the express cycle is uh, is like 30 minutes or less. So you can do several loads of laundry quickly mm. because you're not there's not a movie between each one. I mean, <laughs> you know, if you do the widest white cycle, it's two hours and 20 minutes to two hours and 45 minutes. Damn. In that amount of time, I could watch an entire Star Wars. Right. And I couldn't do all of my laundry one day that way. But if you do it in 30 minutes, you can just do it back to back and it's quick and it's easy. It's long enough to get everything clean, but it's, you know, it's perfect. And all of those cycles exist because they used to exist. Mm. In the 70s, we needed them. Okay. In the 70s, we didn't have the technology in the fabric, in the machine, in the detergent. And we needed those cycles, you know. So in the 70s, you needed the bulky bedding cycle and the sanitary cycle and the heavy duty. You needed them. I mean, it was a legit thing. Right. You don't need them anymore, but too many people want to buy a machine and they're like, well, my mom's machine has whitest whites. Right. You know, if I could build a washing machine, it would just have one button. Uh-huh. You know, you would just push it and it would be warm water express cycle. And that's it. That would be all it did. I mean, that might be in the future for you. I feel like that's like an awesome next step for you. If you're going <laughs> to, you know, I would buy a laundry machine from you, like take my yeah. 401k. Like Patrick, yeah. is, there, is there ever an exception to this rule? Is there ever where you're like, you know what, actually 2% of the time you might use this cycle? Mm-hmm. Or are you really saying always express? I'm saying always express. Okay. 
Okay. I so believe if you. an alien wipes itself on you and gets <laughs> its like nuclear goo, we're still doing Express. <laughs> Yeah, we're still doing Express. Okay, all right. And if I that love happens, this. call me because okay. I want to see the goo. <laughs> I mean, but you, otherwise, you know. You're leading us right to the next question because we want to ask about stains. Yeah. Like, first things first, is that what is pre-treating? Is there, should we be doing anything else to our clothes before we put them in the washing machine? Right. I'm a huge fan of pre-treating because I like to use the most gentle soap or detergent that I can get. Mm. So I pre-treat and then use a gentle detergent because, you know, not everything needs, you know, heavy-duty super blaster detergent. And if you just throw that in the washing machine, you're just damaging your clothes way more than you need. Mm -hmm. I like to use the most gentle thing I can. And then, you know, if I get red wine on something, I just pre-treat it a little bit and then toss it in the washer because why should I subject everything in the load to something strong enough to get out red wine? Okay. That is so smart. I never thought of it that way. Me neither. Do we want to pre-treat ideally in the moment? You drop your Kung Pao tofu on your lap. Yeah. You trying to get that pre-treated immediately or is it okay to wait? Can you pre-treat right before you put it in the laundry? This is how clueless we are. Yeah. I pre-treat everything right before it goes in the laundry because... Oh, Kung Pao tofu sounds delicious. All of a sudden, I just got hungry. <laughs> so hungry. Um, but pre-treat, I pre-treat everything then. Because, like, if we go out, you know, if we were, like, in the same room and we could go out for Kung Pao tofu and red wine right now, mm-hmm. and we spill it, we're having too good of a time. Mm. Like, there's no reason to stop and panic. You know, oh, my gosh, you know, I got sauce on my overalls. I want to have a good time. You know, the example I use in the book is if you come to my house and you spill red wine, the only thing I do is get you more red wine. Um, I love that. You know, I can worry about the, I can worry about the stain later. Right now, I want to enjoy the people. Okay. I was and not so raised I like treat- that. I was I've always been so scared of like the culture is, I think, if you spill red wine or anything that's like, quote unquote, like a harsh stain, you like run like your life depends like on it. Like time is of the essence. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I never do that. Um, okay. It's really Great. funny. When I first started like developing sort of like laundry camp and whatever, I thought a lot about pre-treating because I don't, I mean, I pre-treat everything right before it goes in the washer. The weirdest thing, you know, how like sometimes things just happen in your life and they're totally random. Mm. We were writing the book and I went to see Oprah. Hmm. I got to see her in person. If you haven't ever had the chance to see Oprah in person and you get the chance, see her. Okay. Because honestly, I remember when it was over, I was like, I want Oprah to be president of Earth. Yeah. (laughs) She just is just so charming. But anyway, when I was there, Susie Orman was there. She was one of the other people speaking. And, you know, I don't really follow her. I've read one of her books, but whatever. But anyway, she said, people, then money, then, or money, then people, then money, then things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it wasn't that I was like trying to take advice from Susie Orman, but people then things really resonated with me. And so in the case of the stain, like my time with you mm. needs to be more important than my blue sweater. Mm. Yeah. And so like stopping the conversation so that I can go dab this stain just doesn't really fit into my mindset anymore. I love that. I love that too. Life lessons. Yeah. 
what are you pre-treating with? Because yeah. I saw online all these different things. Like they're like rub some chalk on it. Like there oh, were I thought crazy pre-treating things. just meant you're rubbing the same detergent you're using like oh, before. I yeah. was seeing all kinds of things. So when you're pre-treating, what are you using? 90% of the time I'm using 50% cheap white vinegar and 50% water. Oh. And if I'm not using that, I'm using a bar of laundry soap and a horsehair brush. Okay. Those are my two. I mean, those will solve 95% of your laundry issues. One of those two things. Okay. What about borax? Because the elders in my life love to get a stain out with borax. Like I've heard it can take anything out. It can. It's pretty aggressive. Yeah. Mm. When I was in college, we needed to age some costumes for a theater production and we washed them in borax. Okay. Okay. You, what you can use in place of that is baking soda. Okay. Okay. It gives you the same results, but it's so much more gentle. So it's going to be a little abrasive and it's going to help take out that stain, but it's not going to kill your clothes. Like age your clothes, yeah. Yeah, it would be the difference of using, like on your face, of using, you know, a washcloth or using one of those really harsh scrubs. Yeah. Uh Okay. You know, a washcloth is probably enough. Got it. Okay. So you've pre-treated your clothes. Um, You're choosing the express cycle. You're going to use warm water. What detergent are we using? Let's let's talk about detergents because yeah. it is a crazy world out there. Now. I have no, I know nothing about detergent. Me I just know to not eat Tide Pods. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good that's a good yeah. place to start. But Patrick, what are you choosing for detergent and why? So my choice, if I can have if I can have anything I want, I'm always going to choose laundry soap. Oh, laundry soap is going to be the cleanest, most gentle. It's also the most hard to find. What is laundry soap? It's actually soap that is made for laundry, and then it's like grated or ground. Um, Before either of you were born, when I was a kid, you used to be able to buy ivory snow, and that's what everybody washed their baby clothes in Mm. because it was the most gentle. They don't make it anymore. But if you go to a co-op or you go to a natural food store, a natural health store, you can usually find laundry soap. So that's my favorite if you can get it. Okay. And some grocery stores are starting to u- get it because so many people are starting to have skin sensitivities yeah. and it's the answer. If I couldn't get that, if I was just in, you know, I live in Minnesota, so I'm going to have to say Target. Um, if I was in Target, I would buy baby detergent. Oh, Because that's going to be the most gentle. What you buy in the grocery store is a detergent. And the way you get a detergent is you take a bunch of cleaning ingredients and you mix them together and you create a detergent. To make soap, you take oil, like the soap that's made for my store is coconut oil and soybean oil, but there's lots of oils you can use. And you actually saponify it. You mix it with something. It creates a chemical reaction and creates soap. Because of the way it's made, soap just rinses cleaner. If you're not getting laundry soap and you're going to get the baby detergent, what does it matter what form it comes in? I don't care if it comes as powder or liquid. I don't like pods because I don't like that you can't control the amount. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need a pod's worth of detergent. Right. You know, if you go buy detergent in the grocery store and you get the, you know, you you open the lid and you're supposed to use the lid as your dispenser. And it'll say about a fourth of a cup to a half a cup for a full load down to like a third of a cup for a small load. I think you only need about two tablespoons of detergent. Wow. So like a bottle of laundry detergent might last you a year. Wow. 
I because get you that only sense. need a couple of tablespoons for your clothes to come clean. I definitely get that sense. I I don't know. Th- like the culture of excess is like crazy. Like I do feel like my mom will sometimes put like two pods in when it's a really big load of laundry, mm-hmm. and um, she and I feel like she just it's just like psychological, right? Like you think that it's going to get super clean, and you also think that like my clothes need to smell floral, mm-hmm. and that's an indicator that they're clean. Right. So yeah. I, I think a lot of us believe this, right? That it's like the it need you needs to it it needs to smell really pungently fresh. Well, not only do we believe that, but like that's what we're told. hundred percent. And they obviously the manufacturers don't want us using two tablespoons of detergent. No. They don't want it lasting a year. Yeah. They want us to be using it as much they as possible. They love my mom. Yeah. They love your mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know your mom, but I love her. But and because <laughs> I love her, I'm gonna tell her, please don't use two pods. <laughs> Think of detergent like salt. Mm. When you're cooking and you add, you know, and it, the recipe says a half a tablespoon of salt and you put it in, it's delicious. But if you're like, you know, oh, I love salt. I'm going to put in a whole cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's ruined. It's not better. Mm-hmm. It's ruined. So that's how you think of detergent. A little bit is really good because it does what it's supposed to do. What If you add a whole lot more, you actually ruin it. And there's a scientific reason behind this. The reason is in the detergent is a surfactant. And what the surfactant does is, you know, when we wash our underwear and our kitchen towels in the same load, hmm. the dirt and the germs and whatever come out of the clothes and go into the water. They get trapped in the surfactant. And then when the rinse comes, the surfactant goes down the drain. Mm-hmm. If you use too much detergent, there's it can't rinse out so the surfactant actually resettles back into your clothes and all of the dirt resettles back into your clothes with it so more detergent means your clothes are actually dirty yeah is that makes so much sense but i've never heard it actually explained let's take a quick break and we'll be right back 
I am not a wealthy one percenter yet. So would the service be good for me still? Oh, 100%. Yahoo Finance is good for everyone from the very seasoned investor or just a normie like you who's looking for a little extra guidance. It gives you all the tools and info you need. So if I'm hearing you right, it sounds like Yahoo Finance will give me a holistic look at the financial news cycle, original editorial perspectives, and so much more. That's exactly right. And let's just say Yahoo Finance is going to be the perfect place to link all your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. Hell yeah. I cannot wait to make it rain with the help of Yahoo Finance. (laughs) So for comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. Once again, that's YahooFinance.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. So Raj, tell me, how is your social battery right now? You know, today it's pretty high and vibrant, but it varies day to day. That makes total sense because it's super easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin, especially with social gatherings picking up after the winter. Truly. Therapy can give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. For me, therapy has been illuminating. Just to be able to process day-to-day anxieties has helped me so much. I kind of wish that for everyone. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash doing it wrong today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash doing it wrong. Welcome back to Am I Doing It Wrong? I have to ask, which dry clean only items should we really be hand washing um, I, I feel like uh, so many things, uh, so many like labels on my clothes, they hand wash only. And I'm like, I don't know if this is true. I've thrown a bunch of stuff in the washing machine gently and it's been great. But what would you recommend we really don't fuck around with? My rule for dry clean only is that it's a dry clean never. Um, I haven't taken anything to the dry cleaner in about 14 years. Wow. And I love to wear cashmere and I love to wear like overcoats. I mean, I wash my tuxedo in the washing machine. Hmm. Okay. The reality is, if you do a short cycle, you can pretty much wash anything in the washing machine. If you're ever concerned, you can buy these mesh bags, like little mesh laundry bags, and you could just throw the item in a mesh laundry bag and then toss it in the washer. Once you start using like super odor power boost (laughs) and a two-hour cycle, you can't do that anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you use a really gentle detergent and you use a short cycle, you can pretty much wash everything. What is that mesh bag doing for us if we use that? It's minimizing the abrasion. Oh. It's keeping the item inside the bag so that mm-hmm. it can't stretch out and it can't, you know, like get knotted up with your sheets, that sort of thing. Okay. It just kind of keeps it compact and keeps it together, but the water still moves through it. So it still comes clean. Mm. Talk to us about bleach. I have never in my adult yeah. life 
put bleach in a load of laundry, partly because I'm terrified. Oh, well, also we've already, I've already admitted that I don't sort my clothes, but <laughs> when are we using bleach? Are you using We're bleach? We're never using bleach. We're never using Sorry. bleach. No, that's good. Tell us. I didn't mean to like jump in. No, it's I love that. One of those things, like, you know, when you get those things you're wildly passionate about, yeah. I'm wildly passionate about never using bleach. The reason that I'm wildly passionate about when never using bleach is you're both wearing white. Mm-hmm. Here's a fun fact. The white you are wearing is not a naturally occurring color. Mm. Natural white is kind of an ecru color. It's a very warm mm. white. Yeah. It's almost beige. Yep. And the way we get that beautiful, vibrant white that you both have on is we use a blue dye. It's called an optical whitener or an optical brightener, depending on who makes it, but it's a blue dye. And that's what gives us that gorgeous, vibrant white. Hmm. Well, the reason people use bleach is because they want to achieve white. What they don't realize is they're bleaching the white out of their clothes. So we know that we, the, re- the reason you're afraid of bleach is because one time you had a black t-shirt and you got bleach on it and it ruined it. Well, so you would never put your black in with bleach. What you don't realize is when you're putting your white in with bleach, you're still bleaching the color out of it. Wow. Mm. It, it's just the first couple of times you do it, you don't notice it because it's a pretty subtle color change. But like the third or fourth time, all of a sudden the white starts turning yellow like and you dingy. think it's dirty. Yeah. You dump more bleach in it. And really you're just bleaching the color out of it. There's really no need to use bleach ever. I don't, I wouldn't, I don't even have it in my house. If you need that, like if for some reason you need that like sanitary boost, mm. you can add vinegar. Oh. Mm. And vinegar will kill mold, vinegar will kill mildew. Vinegar is just this wonderful product. It will give you that sanitizing power without lifting the color. So if for some reason you felt like I need something to kill the mold or whatever, you could use vinegar and it won't wreck the fabric. Okay. I'm just like rising to enlightenment. The number one thing I need to know is I love dryer sheets. What the hell do they do? Are, do they have any purpose? So what they do is they coat your fabric to leave a feeling of softness. I'm not a fan of them. Environmentally, I'm not a fan of them. Sure. Um, they have chemicals in them that I'm just not comfortable putting next to my skin. Yeah. Um, but the other problem is they coat the fabric. I mean, that's how they work. They coat the fabric. They get hot in the dryer and basically the stuff melts onto your clothes. And so it makes it really hard to get stains out. It makes like in the summer, you know, when you wear linen, you wear it because it's so breezy. If you use dryer sheets on it, it's no longer breezy because it coats all of those air holes. You can actually try this at home. If you use dryer sheets, you can pull the lint trap out of your dryer and, you know, it's mesh. And if you stick it under the faucet, it will hold water because Mm. all of that mesh is coated Mm. and it's not breathing anymore. But the way that they people use them because they remove static, the way that they do that is they just coat the fabric so that the fabrics don't rub against each other and create static. You can. This is one of my best tricks. You can eliminate static from your dryer completely if you take a one yard piece of aluminum foil and make it into a ball about the size of a grapefruit or a softball and throw it in your dryer. And it will eliminate static better than anything you have ever used. Where did you learn this? Like, did God Um, come and tell you this? Like, this seems like something very, like, esoteric. it's, It's funny. I learned it in college, and I don't remember how. But it was one of those things I just started using, and I didn't know that other people didn't know it. What it actually does is when you crumple the ball of aluminum foil, there are all these air pockets 
And the static is absorbed, is grabbed by into those air pockets. And as the ball, you continue to use it, it continues to get smaller and smaller. When it gets about the size of a walnut, it no longer works because there's no longer air, there's no longer mm-hmm. air pockets to grab the static. That is oh my God. So... I'm going to start calling Patrick for relationship advice. Yeah, completely. I just feel like you know things. You know things. You, just, you know what? I'll just make it up. If I don't know it, I'll just make it up. <laughs> Laundry, I've got you covered. But everything else, I'll just make it up. But so do we... Here's a question I have. Because I heard, I've heard the same thing. I've heard that like laundry or uh, fabric softener is actually really bad yeah. for your clothes. But then I was reading online and Martha Stewart, her website was like, you can make your own fabric softener from vinegar or hair conditioner. But do we need to be softening our fabric? That's mm. my question. No. Okay. Do you want to know why vinegar works as a fabric softener? Yeah. Vinegar works as a fabric softener because it breaks down detergent. So what you are actually doing when you're using vinegar is you're getting the extra detergent out of your clothes, and then your clothes are naturally soft. Your blue jeans are very soft. Denim is actually a very soft fabric. After you've washed it two or three times, that's why we love it, right? Right. After you've washed it a couple times, it's just kind of soft and yummy. It's like wearing pajamas. It's soft naturally. So if you have too much detergent and it gets crunchy... Then you put a fabric softener on it to make it fake soft. Well, the reality is if you just wash the detergent out, it's naturally soft. So what the vinegar is doing is it's breaking down the extra detergent. Okay. Okay. Because I'm the ultimate basic bitch, I just like fabric softener for the smell. I want to smell like a rich person when I put my clothes on. <laughs> so like, what is there a smell solution? Like, should I invest in like a lavender sachet or something? Well, if you really want to add a fragrance and you really want to smell like a rich person, mm-hmm. rich people smell like essential oils. Oh, um, what you do is you take a few drops of an essential oil, put it on a wool dryer ball, throw it in the dryer, and you can scent your laundry with anything you want. So like on Monday, you can smell like bergamot. On Tuesday, you can smell like lemongrass, you know, whatever you want. Wow. Because the essential oil will do it and it's safe. Fabric softeners and dryer sheets are banned in most of the world. Hmm. Wow. Okay, but we don't want to use dryer sheets, but we do want to be using wool balls. Because it speeds up the drying time in the dryer. It increases the centrifugal force of the dryer. It speeds up the drying time. So it shortens how long your clothes dry. But the big advantage to me is if you want to add the fragrance, here's where you do it. Mm -hmm. You know, put a few drops of essential oil on and throw it in and you can scent the entire load of laundry with that. That's so smart. Yeah, I love that. Going back to like one of the first questions we asked, which was, you know, there are all these different cycles on the washing machine. Same thing on the dryer. Which cycle? I'm always choosing extra dry. Like hit it, done, let it go. Is that bad? It's harsh. Like I hit less dry. But um, we we could compromise it dry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the real trick is let's compromise it dry, but let's choose warm rather than hot. Got it. Um, because your clothes are going to be completely dry, but you're not just baking them. You know, like when you get those, you know, like on your towels, you get those edges that look like bacon. Yes. That is because the dryer is so hot. Oh, the no. thread in the towels is polyester. The towels are cotton, but the thread is polyester. And the dryer was so hot that it just melted the thread. And cause that bacon edge. So if you go to warm, the dryer doesn't get as hot. It does add three or four minutes to the drying time, but it's so much better for your clothes. I did so, not know this. Is there stuff you don't want to dry? 
I'm assuming yes. Mm. How much are you yeah, are you, you hanging? Don't, you don't want to dry like your active wear. Uh-huh. You know, oh. because lycra, like elastic and lycra just don't like the dryer. I actually hang a lot of stuff up just because I want it to last a really long time. Like if sustainability isn't at the top of your list, and it, and I'll be honest, it is kind of at the top of mind for most of the t- mm-hmm. most of the time. But if it's not, just throw it in the dryer. But if you really want your stuff to last a really long time, I just usually hang it up and let it air dry. Easier said than done yeah. in a New York City apartment, maybe. Yeah. But I'd like that, that that's an option well, for people. I mean, my laundry room is my primary bath, which is the only bathroom in my house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I hang stuff up on the shower rod. If it's not, if you don't use too much detergent, it dries pretty quickly. So in your New York City apartment, if you could hang it on the shower rod and just set a fan in there, in the winter, you'd get that delicious humidity, which is amazing. Yeah. And it really wouldn't, it really wouldn't take that long, but I fully understand. I mean, speaking of living in the city, I have to be honest with you. My laundry life is a shit show most of the time because I'm using the dinky machines in my building's basement Mm -hmm. and, or the laundromat. Do you have any hygiene tips for using a public facing laundry machine? Okay. This is one time I probably would always use vinegar. Okay. I would put vinegar in where the fabric softener goes in the machine. You know that little drawer, yeah. drawer that's supposed to be for fabric softener. Yeah. I would put vinegar in there. Okay. Two reasons: if somebody else used, if somebody else right before you used two pods, mm. it's going to keep your clothes from having all that extra detergent. It's going to be sanitary. It's also going to remove some of the, um, like, you know, if there's too much soap, if there's all that gunk, it's going to do that. And it's, you know, it's also going to remove that. Like, if you don't want to smell like, you know, somebody else's detergent, it's going to keep that out down, too. My one big tip, though, if you're going to take your laundry somewhere else, is to get a big canvas tote bag. Because it's so much easier to carry than, like, a laundry basket. And if you need to, you can wash it, too. So if you need to set it down on the floor of the laundromat, every so often you can just wash it as well. The other great thing about using less products is you have less to carry there. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you need to buy the box of laundry detergent every time you go to the laundromat, that is crazy expensive. Yeah. But if you just, you know, if you just use a little bit of laundry detergent, I mean, you could really probably put it into like a big pill bottle mm-hmm. and that would be enough to take to do all of your laundry. Maybe we should do kind of a lightning round yeah. where we just ask you a couple of questions. You give us your thoughts because we have a couple of like easy ones. Well, not easy for me. But like my first one is how often should we be washing our blue jeans? I think you should wear your jeans nine or 10 times before you wash them. And that's assuming you're living in the city and you're getting on the subway, et cetera. Okay. If you live, you know, if you have a store at Mall of America and you get in your car and come to the mall, wear them as long as you can. If you ever notice that like you leave you know, going back to Kung Pao Tofu, if you leave a Chinese restaurant and you smell like the food, you can spray your jeans with vodka and it will kill that odor. And then, but they're still clean. So you can just keep wearing them. You said the magic words and I could just spray the rest into my mouth. Yeah. Vo- yeah. Vo- there's always vodka in Roger's yeah, apartment. I'm so you're generally, fine. Yeah. Well, 
I walk around. My laundry it. tip about vodka, though, is it's college vodka for your laundry, mm-hmm. good vodka for you. Okay. That is smart. Why waste the money? Easy peasy. You don't need exactly. top, top shelf vodka. I have both in my apartment, <laughs> so I think we're, we're good to go. I've heard people putting their jeans in the freezer or in any other item that smells bad, freezing it, and, and then it will get rid of the odor. Have you heard of that? I have heard of that, and it works if you work in a cryonics lab. So if you're like freezing <laughs> semen or like dead people, that will work. But in your house, don't do that okay. because it's next to the ice cream. That, yeah. In my life, that is sacred space. Mm-hmm. Like if the tip was put it in the crisper drawer, I wouldn't care. Yeah. <laughs> Wrinkles. I hate ironing and steaming. Is there anything you can do while doing your laundry that can eliminate some wrinkles? If you take them out of the dryer immediately and hang them up or fold them, the wrinkles are really minimized. Otherwise, your best bet is to like get a spray bottle and just with some water and mist and then sort of pull. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. White teas when you get the yellow deodorant stains. Yes. How the hell do like I just throw my clothes away in the I buy children's I literally buy children's t-shirts because they're five for ten dollars yeah. and I wear them three or four times. Not very sustainable. Like that's it's awful. But no, those but stains they, don't go away. I pit out after like <sighs> three wears. Yeah. Help us. Okay. Oxygen bleach will remove it if you've already got the pit stains. But here's the better trick. When you're getting ready to throw them in the washer, you know, you buy the new children's T-shirt, right? And it doesn't have a pit stain. You're getting ready to throw it in the washer. If you spray the underarms or the collar, some people get that in the collar, Mm -hmm. with vinegar and water, throw it in the washer while the vinegar is still wet. So you have to like, you're going to have to take this spray bottle with you to the laundromat. Spray it with vinegar and water, toss it in the washer. You'll never have the stain. Wow. God. That isn't like a new lease on life. You're going to save like $7,000 a year. I'm I'm going to be the rich person you want to be. You'll have to find a new co-host because I'm going to be just, in Bora Bora. I'll have to smell you all the time. <laughs> I wanted to ask also about laundry stripping, which has been such a huge thing on TikTok. It's where you put all your clothes in a tub and you add, I think, borax and some detergent oh, and you let it just sit in the tub for like hours. And in these TikTok yeah. videos, it's just like, so much grime comes out, even from clean clothing. But I've heard some people say that you don't need to laundry strip. It's actually bad for the clothes. What do you think about laundry stripping? It's terrible for the clothes. And all you're doing is removing all the junk you shouldn't have in there. You know, if you don't use too much detergent and you don't use fabric softener and you don't use dryer sheets, nothing will strip because there's nothing left. Yeah. That makes total sense. How often are you cleaning your washing machine and dryer? Mm. Like there is that cleaning setting even. And are you using it? Are you using those tabs that like, I think it's called a fresh, it's like a a special tab to clean your, your, your washing machine. Is that a good idea? I clean my washing machine about once a year, but I just do it with a gallon of vinegar and a pound of borax. Those cleaners are okay. I just think they're too expensive. Okay. But we should be you know, cleaning, we should be cleaning them at least once a year. Yeah, once a year is enough. You don't I mean you don't have to do it all the time. It's funny new washing machines made by the company who makes a fresh have a sensor that you're supposed to do it every 40 loads uh-huh. and that's just kind of ridiculous. Okay. Is there anything Patrick that you feel like we missed? Are there any secrets that are lurking? in your overalls that we should know about. (laughs) So we covered vodka and we covered the aluminum foil ball. My only other trick is, you know, there's so many people who want to follow the label. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you mentioned that your clothes say hand wash only, or they say dry clean only, or hand wash cold, dry flat. And I have a great trick for that. 
but you kind of have had to listen to this podcast or something, just cut it out. And then it doesn't say that. You just cut the tag out and then it doesn't say that and you can do what you want. We are so hung up on, you know, all these rules and it's really just so simple. You know, a tiny bit of soap, an express cycle, a warm dry, and you're kind of good to go. I love that. That's beautiful. That is such a great way to sum it up. Yeah. Thank you for being here, Patrick. This has been so enlightening and I'm... I love doing laundry as it is, but I'm excited to go home and do some laundry. Me too. (laughs) New level of adulting unlocked, Patrick. (laughs) We are so thankful for you. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Thank you. Okay, it's Better in Five. These are your top five takeaways from this episode. All right, number one, there's really only one wash cycle you're ever going to need to use, and it is express wash. Number two, there are tons of fancy detergents out there, but Patrick wants us to choose the simplest and gentlest. If you can't get laundry soap, which he loves the best, try baby detergent. For your inner baby. (laughs) Number three, on that note, you're probably using too much detergent and it could be ruining your clothes. All you really need most of the time is two tablespoons. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Number four, this is shocking, but if you're gentle, there's really nothing that needs to be dry cleaned. And number five, vinegar is magic when it comes to your laundry. From stain removal to cleaning your washing machine, it does literally everything. Okay, Raj, tell it to me. How wrong were you doing laundry? I mean, we all know it was a hot mess before. (laughs) Um, But I do have to say, I feel like I just took a PhD class in laundry. Me too. And I am going to walk around giving unsolicited advice about how to do good laundry. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's where I'm at mentally right now. I feel that. I actually feel like unshackled Mm -hmm. from so much. I love that he was just like, you have permission to stop using so much detergent. You can literally buy probably one bottle a year. You know, you don't have to worry about all those crazy cycles on the machines. Here's what you really need. And, you know, he's worried about sustainability. He's worried about the environment. Like he ticked every box for me. He did. And I do. I feel like I'm going to do it so much better. Well, He gave us so much juicy information that I'm not sure how much I'm going to retain. But I will tell you, I'm kind of excited about doing laundry now. And that's a win. That is a gift. If anyone can make that, that's he's like a miracle worker. Yeah, I would say so. Well, until next time, as long as there are things to get wrong, we're going to be right here to help you do them better. That's right. Do you have something you think you're doing wrong? Email us at amidoingitwrong at huffpost.com and let us know. 
Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com